This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And guys, I'm excited because I don't usually do the show on the road, but I am doing the show on the road today. It's usually, I'm usually coming to you from my bedroom, but um, I'm not in my bedroom today. I'm actually like in this really cool room overlooking this massive playground. Guys, I'm in London, Ontario at the factory, which happens to be the largest entertainment complex in all of Canada. I know you probably thought I was going to say Ontario, right? No, all of Canada. And uh, it's funny because behind me, like I said, it's this massive playground and I'm overlooking what is called the hero room here. And it's basically one massive trampoline and like people are ziplining behind me and my kids are jumping out there and I literally have my socks in my hand so then I can put them on after the show and go enjoy my kids and jump but first we got to get down to business and we got to talk and we have to have an important conversation and honestly a really timely conversation um, especially with the fact that number one it's summer number two people are traveling like myself right now and staying at hotels uh, shout out to the amazing crew at the Delta London Armories here. Um, and what does that mean? Summer hotels, travel. It means water, fun, pool time, lake time, beach time. And uh, it can be fun and exciting, but it can also be a scary thing. And it can like just flip on you in a blink of an eye if you are not prepared. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to bring on my girl, Delena from DZ Swim Academy. She's the owner. She's the founder. She is um, one of the instructors, the swim instructors. And I just gave her this title uh, before, you know, we started on air. And I'm like, you know what you are? You're a lifesaver. Delena, how are you? Hi, Pina. So good to be here. I'm so excited. I'm so happy to have you here. And um, and yeah, I wasn't joking when I said that you're a lifesaver because you totally are. You have been teaching, I was going to say kids, but that's not true. People of all ages, how to um, swim, but also how to be safe in and around water. And that's why I was like, you know what? We got to get you on. This is something that is not talked about enough. And like I said, it can be a really scary thing. Um, I don't like, I like to live in my bubble, you know, my little safe, happy bubble where no one gets hurt and everyone is good and safe. Um, but every once in a while, we know that, you know, what hits the news, not so happy stories and really sad stories about kids. So are we going to talk about that today? You're going to help us out, Delena? Absolutely. I think the timing is so important too, because drownings mostly happen in between May to September. So now is very timely. Like you said, about 75% of drownings occur during this time of the year. So it's such an important topic, especially right now. And I'd love to just speak more on that and bring it to people's attention because it is so often overlooked and how important it is for kids, for adults, for people of any ages. 
and not just the swimming, but the rescuing, the life-saving, all of the skills that come along with that. Because a lot of people, like you just think like, or you don't think I should say, or it's like, okay, we're booking a trip to the cottage. We're going to like get an Airbnb. We're going to go visit our friend on the lake. And then you just think, okay, it's fine. The kids have a floaty. They've got, you know, a life vest. And yeah, those are all important and great things to have. Even just when you're at a hotel, like I am right now, you know, um, it's all great things to have, but it goes above and beyond that. Yeah, absolutely. And also being comfortable in the way that we are able to swim, but also if you're watching your kids or if you're friends and family, not knowing the skill level of everyone there, it really puts different elements at play and different factors in there that you need to be thinking of and aware of when you're around the water. So it's not just about you anymore. It's also the people you're swimming with. And especially at unsupervised locations, like even hotel pools, they seem like a safe spot, but there's no lifeguard there. So you better hope that if something goes wrong, you're able to intervene in a way that's has a happy ending to that story. (laughs) Right. And that's what kind of scares me. Like uh, we've talked about this so I can swim like a frog. (laughs) I've never done swimming lessons. I'm 42. I've never done swimming lessons. I've got three kids. You know them well. Samantha's 11. Liliana is nine. Marcus is almost seven. They have been your students for the past three or four seasons, something like that. I've lost track. Um, and um, they come and I'm like, it's a life skill. I am going to put them into swimming uh, because for me, not for anything. And listen, I am not dissing, you know, um, different recreational activities like hockey or karate or uh, dance or gymnastics. I think those are all great. And it's all important for our kids to get out there, to be social um, and just learn some independence and also like just feel good about themselves. But swimming is different. I feel like it stands um, on a platform of its own because it's a life skill, which is why I put my kids in swimming, but I've never done it. I know. So, so on <laughs> Zoom right now, she just gave me the finger like a, like a mom, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but it's, that's what, you know, I know that it's something like if I have to jump in, I know basic, you know what I mean? And right. I can do what I can, but I also have a fear of putting my head underwater. Yeah. And a lot of people do that's it's a fear that holds a lot of people back from putting themselves into lessons or putting themselves in learning situations where they can improve those skills. But I think going back to what you said about, you know, I'm able to jump in and do the basics. If you think about more emergency situations, those things kind of go out the window because that same level of comfort and, um, you know, taking it slow that you can do if you're just leisurely swimming, it isn't at play when you have to go help someone out. So those are the situations where you want to be most prepared for because things can happen so quickly in the water. And especially with children, um, drownings under five, they often happen just with taking your eye off your kids for just a second. Yeah. And it can happen so quick. And of course, completely like unintentionally, you have a nice fun day planned. You're at the water. You don't think about those maybe darker, scarier aspects 
just so important to be prepared, not only having your children prepared for the water, but also being prepared yourself in a way yeah. that you can, you can feel comfortable and safe and enjoy the water and, and feel comfortable for the whole entire time. So I have to ask you something because I know that we're talking about swimming pools and lakes and beaches and, and all of that stuff when it comes to water and drownings. And listen, parents, I don't want to scare the crap out of you. I don't like talking about this stuff myself. Like it really makes my stomach turn, but we need to talk about it. We can't turn a blind eye to it um, because that's how we can prepare ourselves. So things like this don't happen. But Delena, like drownings happen at homes in bathtubs mm -hmm. in like, you don't need to be in three feet of water, do you? No, drownings can happen. I, I often paint this picture for my um, bronze medallion students or my bronze cross students who are learning to be lifesavers. And you can drown in a puddle. There are only a few inches of water are required for something to go wrong. And of course, those are scenarios that don't come to mind when you first think about drownings. But um, with those with those types of situations, any form of water, bathtubs, hot tubs, things that might seem very, very safe and like nothing could go wrong. It doesn't take much for drownings to occur. And a few inches of water is a little bit of a scary thought when you think about, oh, my kids are in the bathtub. Oh, my kids are just playing around in the shallow end of a pool. Um, it doesn't need to be a big, scary lake or a powerful uh, waves at the beach. It can really be anything, any type of water. It doesn't, uh, doesn't discriminate. Thank you for clarifying that and just sharing because I think it's really important that we get that out there and people know, because like you said, in a split second, things can change. That also means when you are, you know, uh, your, your child's in the bathtub and you're giving them a bath and you turn around or you think, oh, I'm just going to step outside of the bathroom for a second. They're playing with their toys and I'm just going to take this call, you know? So it's something that we really, really need to um, really keep an eye on, really think about. Um, and like, like I said, for me and the kids, um, I've put them in since they were young. So I want to ask you, like, is there a good time, a bad time to start with swimming lessons? Like, so I definitely think there's no time that's too early or too late to start. Um, too late either. You can start at any age, really. But um, with kids, I think it's important to get them comfortable in the water as young as possible. So whether that means parent taught classes where you go with your child and just get them comfortable playing in the water, teaching them it's not a very scary thing. That way, once they're old enough to start doing lessons on their own, they're able to be confident and comfortable with their instructor. Um, it's really important that for both of those um, situations. We're just getting them comfortable from as early an age as possible. So to answer your question, honestly, never too young to start. We personally start lessons at three for kids on their own. Okay. So there you have it for all you parents listening at home. You're like, well, you know, my kid is five, you know, did I miss the boat? No, my kid is 12. Did I miss the boat? No. My mom is probably looking at me and saying, my daughter, Pina's 42. <laughs> No, because there are adult classes. Guys, don't go anywhere because you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. And uh, we're talking all about swim safety and water safety on the show today.
You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned in to AM640 Toronto Radio. This is The Parenting Show and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking about swim safety. We're talking about life-saving skills when it comes to swimming. All things water. Water, swimming, fun but how to make it fun and safe all at the same time. So we, we brought, we brought a pro on and I, I've, I've named her my lifesaver. Her name is Delena and she is from DZ Swim Academy. And uh, Delena has, um, has had this business going. She's the owner and founder of like what? It's been like 10 years that you've been doing this, right? Yes. A full decade now. <laughs> I can't believe it. A full decade. My kids have been with you for the past something like three or four seasons. Um, and I'm so grateful because they've learned so, so much. Um, I can't even believe how much they've learned. We do the accelerated, uh, swimming, uh, lessons. So it's basically like two weeks every day, half an hour. And it's insane how much they can learn in that period of time. Um, like Marcus, this past session, he's my little one. He totally like skipped a whole session, a, a whole level and, and jumped up. So now he's at the same level as, uh, as his sister, Lily, which is amazing. And I'm so proud. Um, but yeah, they learn so much now for parents at home that they're like, well, what exactly do you learn when you go swimming? You know, what do you learn at swimming lessons? Do they just play games? Like, what do they do? Um, but there's a lot more to it, right, Delena? So much to it. And there's uh, a diversity of skills that you learn throughout the lessons that range from just being comfortable and learning um, some basic life-saving skills in the water all the way to stroke techniques so they can show off to their friends, of course, um, or dives, their beautiful dives, and just being able to progress um, each skill in a way that makes them comfortable, but also stronger. So each level focuses on building strength, um, endurance, and also just building technique and their skills in the water so that they're able to perform, whether it's front crawl or breaststroke or beautiful dives in the deep end, um, but also incorporating water safety and knowledge items throughout. So it's, it's really diverse in terms of all the things that you learn through your lessons. I think it's amazing and super, super important. I know that, you know, being the mom sitting by the pool, watching my three one-on-one with their instructors. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm watching how they're progressing and everything they're learning. And then the part that actually really makes me smile is not so much. Yeah. It's seeing them dive in and jump and have fun and, you know, just being comfortable with the water. Um, And I'm going to get back to that point in a second, but it's those moments that I see them sitting with their instructor, not actually swimming, but their instructors asking them questions about water safety. And they're like, okay, so when you're at the hotel and it says, you know, no diving, what does that mean? Does that mean that you can jump in like this? Does it mean you can jump in like that? Does it mean don't do it at all? And I was like, yes, like this is the important stuff that the kids need to know and learn. So that for me is huge. And I've got to say, as a mom of like your students, 
that makes me really happy when I see my kids interacting with their instructors and having these really important conversations. Now, I also said something else. Um, it makes me really happy to see them comfortable with the water. Now, I know I'm not the only one, but there's a lot of parents out there that um, are maybe have never taken swimming lessons, maybe don't swim at all, are extremely feel, fearful of water or like me, like I love water. I will jump in. I'm self-taught. Am I amazing? No, I told you I, lo I look like a frog. Okay. Like don't look at me when I'm swimming. Um, but I have this fear and phobia of putting my head under the water. Like it freaks me out and it scares me. So I was always worried about that for my kids. So to be able to see them comfortable to put their head under the water, like, and you guys are like, okay, blow those bubbles, blow those <laughs> bubbles, take a breath, come up, go down. And it doesn't even phase them. I can breathe this sigh of relief. It's so nice. It is so nice, but it's really important and it's really crucial. What do you do with kids that, you know, are maybe fearful or do you find that the younger you put them in, you don't have to worry about that? No, I think every child is different and it's interesting to see some kids will come to us, you know, our young three-year-olds and they'll be like jumping head first into deep water, absolutely no fear at all. And then you have students that are a little bit more timid, a little bit more concerned, very cautious about every movement that they make in the water. And so having you know, a range of comfort levels and, um, you know, a range of fear levels. A lot of kids do have this, this fear when they're in the water, cause it's such a different feeling. I think that a lot of that's age and just being comfortable with, you know, having a new instructor and being with someone new in this new environment. But a lot of it too, is having, you know, good water experiences before they come to us. So if they're at home taking baths and learning bubbles, you know, this is kind of an at-home activity that parents can do with their kids, having them just starting to get comfortable with those basics of the water. So blowing bubbles in the bathtub or putting their face in, just getting it wet, getting used to that feeling of having water on there. It goes such a long way and helps, you know, make, make the most of their lessons as well, because then you're not dealing with those um, obstacles at the beginning that prevent them maybe from you know, going right into their swim, swim skills and having to work through those fears. Um, sometimes it, it doesn't, it doesn't prevent them from learning, but it makes it a different learning experience where then you're, you're working with all of these different um, needs of the child that don't, that go beyond just, you know, basic, oh, I don't know how to float. I don't know how to swim. So there is stuff that can be done at home and there is things that you that. can do with your children. Yeah, absolutely. I never, I have to say, I never, it never crossed my mind to be like, when the kids were little to be like, put them in the bathtub and be like, Hey guys, just put your, your face in the water and blow bubbles. Like, it seems like common sense. Like that's so logical. Why wouldn't you do that? So listen, for all you parents with teeny tiny ones at home, do that because mine are like 11, nine and almost seven now. Um, and I never thought to do that. That is an I, amazing like step and just introduction to the water with them. Absolutely. And I think too, when you have parents that maybe are fearful and don't know how to swim, they kind of keep their kids away from the water because of that fear. You know, they know that they're, they can't be responsible for 
necessarily everything that happens once those kids go in the water. But then that also teaches your kids to be a little bit more timid and cautious and afraid of the water. And so on a preliminary level, just that first introduction to water being, you know, bathtub bubbles, it goes such a long way. And it really does have a long-term impact on the kids' comfort in the water. And you know what? You'd be surprised what these kids can do and how quickly they can learn and adapt. I recently came across a video. I don't know if you've seen this, Delena, and I have to find it. If I find it, I will I will see if I can put it up on the, the Parenting Show Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the parenting show. But it was a baby, I think 18 months and did a lap like underwater coming up for air. I was like, how, how is, how is this kid doing this? Absolutely. I still get amazed by those videos too. I love seeing them. (laughs) I was like, wow, like mind blown. I'm like, this is amazing. Right. Um, and, and I know that we've been talking about kids and stuff like that, but parents, listen, I'm guilty of it too. We have to, we have to learn this stuff because God forbid that there is an accident. We need to be able to, um, jump in and know what to do because you're of no help whatsoever. If you're just standing poolside lakeside, you know, on the shore at the beach and you're watching like something tragic happen right in front of your eyes and you can't do anything about it. Um, Delena, I know that you guys offer adult swim lessons. And so like, what is it like? Um, what, what is, do you just do the exact same things that you would do with kids for adults? So it's actually very different what we do with adults and children with the children. I think a lot of it is about the badges and being able to advance. Wait, I don't get a badge. If I come, I want badges. (laughs) We'll give you the most special badge if you come, but (laughs) I want to be a starfish. You can get all the badges. Once you come, (laughs) but we, we break down the adult lessons in a different way um, because a lot of times we're dealing with different needs where as like fear, anxiety, um, just a general level of of discomfort in the water. But with the adult lessons, the beauty of it is the adults can communicate to us what it is that they want out of those lessons. And we can tailor those lessons to be specific to those needs. So if you're coming to us with an extreme fear, a lot of the preliminary work is us just working through that fear and getting you a little bit more comfortable and confident in the water and understanding the basics and why, you know, that fear can be broken down before we get into, you know, all the crazy swim skills and amazing technique. Um, but then if you also are just someone who wants to improve on your strength, endurance, fitness, and technique in the water, then that's something that those lessons can be geared towards as well. So it is very unique and specific to the individual, which is why I think it's so successful with adults because so many of them, I think are just hesitant because they don't want to put themselves into a situation where they're going to be like thrown in the deep end and told to figure it out because, Oh, I'm a grown up and I should, you know, be brave and, and comfortable in the water. And it's going to be embarrassing for me if I don't, you know, perform, but it's not like that at all. I mean, we understand there's so many different things that can go into why you're not comfortable in the water and, you know, being a certain age and having not had years and years of experience in the water can just be something that's deterrent on its own. It, it might scare you to be in the water. Cause you just feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm out of practice or I'm not young. I can't mm. be diving headfirst in the deep end, like my little ones. And it's not true. No, like, I want to dive. 
No, can you, you can. Me, can you teach me like synchronized swimming too? <laughs> Absolutely. We'll get some good moves going. We'll get a whole routine down. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. As long as we do it to like, you know, a Pearl Jam song, then I'm down. I'm <laughs> I have the perfect one in mind. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Um, so that's like, I'm happy to hear that, you know, because like I said, some of us adults were like, we're so eager to get our kids swimming and making sure that they have this amazing life skill when yet some of us, hello, guilty, um, don't have it ourselves, you know? Um, so I'm happy to hear that it's like, you know, there isn't you're not too old. You're never too old or too young, um, to, to start on this journey, um, and to be safe when it comes to, to water and swimming and all of this stuff. And, and I just look at it and I'm like, well, it'll just make me more of a fun mom. Right. Like I already get in the, in the water. Like I said, I can swim a bit. I already get in there with the kids and we have fun and it's a great time, but it just goes, it's above and beyond that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Plus the kids, I think would love to, you know, be able to teach you and show you their own skills. And so when they can teach you and you have that basic comfort, then it can become like a fun family activity. We are talking all about swimming, water safety, swim safety, anything having to do with people, waters, being safe. Okay. That's what we're talking about on the show today. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more. And we've got our special guest, Delena from DZ Swim Academy. This is The Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Tina Chris of ChicMama.ca. And we are talking all about water and swimming and water safety and swim safety with my girl, Delena of DZ Swim Academy. She is the owner, founder, swim instructor, and I gave her the new title of Lifesaver. Maybe you're the cherry one, Delena. That's my favorite. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) But Delena, you know, in all seriousness, you know, we've been talking about some really important stuff and, and how important it is to be safe in and around the water and how important it is for our kids. Okay, hold on. Correction. Not only our kids, but everyone to not only be comfortable with water and, um, you know, be safe around it and know what to do in in case of an emergency. Um, but like, yeah, everyone, kids and adults, like we should all know how to swim because this is a life skill. It's not just a recreational activity. And, um, and uh, we don't want to talk about it, drownings, you know what I mean? But we need to, because I always say that knowledge is power, right? So if we know what to do and we have the knowledge, then stuff like this can be prevented. Now, when it comes to drowning, there are a few different types, right? A lot of people just think like, okay, like you're in the water, you drown and that's that, but that's not the case. No, definitely not. There's, you know, this picture of drowning as, you know, something tragic that happens in the water and it happens so quick. And there's always all these factors at play, but 
there's definitely, there's different types of drownings. Drownings occur, they can be fatal or non-fatal and non-fatal drownings can have, um, you know, from mild to very severe consequences that can be uh, resulting in permanent disabilities. So whether or not the drowning is fatal isn't the only thing to be concerned about. It's also the long-term consequences of a near drowning experience. Um, and there's also two different types of fatal drowning. So we have water and then we have uh, dry, what's called dry drownings, which is when kids or whoever takes in too much water while they're in the water. And later on, the drowning event occurs while they're actually on land. So they could be in bed, they could be at home on the couch, in a car, but the lungs have filled with water from their drowning event that occurred earlier. And that's how that results. So that is scary. Yes, absolutely. So is there any signs of that? Like, like how would a parent know that their, their, their child took in too much water while they were out swimming earlier in the day? So you want to be alert to a few signs. There's extreme coughing. So consistent, consistent coughing, even once we're out of the water, um, feeling a little bit nauseous, looking a little bit sick, feeling anxious, a little disoriented and confused. All of these things can be signs that, you know, the child took in too much water and you would want to seek medical attention at that point. But coughing is probably the biggest indicator. So if we've been swimming and you're coughing, your child's coughing for quite some time afterwards, that's something that you want to be alert to. And ask them questions about, you know, does your tummy hurt? Or um, did you drink a lot of water while you were in the pool or in the lake or wherever it might be? And just being alert to that because that is a concern as well. Yeah, that's something that I always tell my kids. I'm like, guys, don't drink the water. I'm constantly looking at them. Don't drink the water. Don't like, but it's never been because of dry drownings. It's always just been about like, don't drink the pool water. Don't drink the lake water. You know what I mean? But there is this serious part to it where it's like, yeah, don't drink it, not because of the chemicals in it or what might be in the lake water, but because of dry drownings, right? And I know that it was a huge deal in the news a few years back. Like, I heard it quite a few times and I was just like, what is going on? What is happening? So um, thank you for like letting us know about like some of the signs to look for. So if your kid has not been coughing, then you're out swimming and they're coughing up a lung, um, be aware, you know, and like you said, ask them the questions. Um, That brings me to another point, you know, like Sometimes we, we put our kids like out in the water, you know, and, and they're having fun and they are taking in some water or like they've got those floaties on or they're in a floaty, you know, and, um, and they're, they're taking in water because they're bobbing up and down or whatever it may be. Um, but that just makes me think about those floaties and, you know, putting the kids in like the fun novelty, like flamingos and like oversized donuts and like I have I'm not gonna lie I've got an avocado myself um but a lot of people think that those are safe like can be used as a safety device what are your thoughts on that so however cute those toys are and they are um they all say on them this is not a life-saving device and it is not a life-saving device because all it takes is, you know, a strong wave or one, 
misstep on your toy and you've fallen off or it's floated away. And once the water takes that floaty away, it's of absolutely no use to you. So putting your child on, whether it's like one of those floaty toys or whether it's those puddle jumpers, it doesn't prevent from all of the uh, concerns that we have when they are in the water. So whether that be the dry drownings, if I'm in my puddle jumper and my child is face down breathing in water, those are things we can't prevent just because they're wearing their floaties. Or if they're sitting on their really cute flamingo and that flamingo toppled over and the water takes that flamingo away, you're in a situation that was much different than I'm sure the child intended and no one anticipated. And so that becomes a life-saving situation. So we need to be extra cautious when relying on those because they're not completely foolproof or life-saving devices. All right, parents. So make sure that you communicate that with your kids too. And so that they're aware that, you know what I mean? Like hanging out in one of those things. Yeah. It's fun. It's cute. You're lounging, you're chilling out, but it's not, it's not going to keep you safe necessarily. So I think that's something that, you know what I mean? Like we all need to communicate with our kids because they're so popular right now. Right. Um, and so much fun. Like who doesn't like to, to float around in, in, in a flamingo or a unicorn? I, I do, <laughs> you know? Um, but then that also brings me to another point, life jackets. So no matter how um, well of a swimmer you are, life jackets, if you're out on any um, watercraft, is an absolute must. Absolutely. So we are talking all about water, swim, safety, and more with Delena of DZ Swim Academy. Guys, don't go anywhere because we will be back. This is the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night, and this is the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and I've got Delena with me from DZ Swim Academy. She's the owner, she's the founder, she's a swim instructor. She is like a water queen. Oh, do you like that new title? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, to our wonderful water queen, uh, we've been talking a lot about water safety, uh, the importance of swimming lessons, not only for kids, but for adults as well, um, just because we all want to have fun in and around the water, right? And know what to do in case of an emergency. Now, I know that a lot of people um, often look, and, and we're going to go different direction here. But a lot of people after doing their swim lessons, they're, they're looking at what else they can do with, with that and what they've learned. Um, so what can people do with their swimming lessons after? So all of these amazing swim skills that you learn in your levels, they can take you a lot further, potentially to a job one day. Um, if you continue on with the advanced courses that come after uh, students complete their, their swim levels. So there's the bronze courses, which focus on life-saving skills, uh, rescue skills, whether it's self-rescue or rescue of others. 
And the Bronze Cross is the equivalent of an assistant lifeguarding course. So those teach you all of the basics and the foundational skills that you need to put together to either become a lifeguard or just a lifesaver, being in life-saving situations. Um, these were actually skills that I got to put to use when I was younger, before I was a lifeguard or an instructor, um, just being on vacation and seeing things go wrong. I knew how to act. I knew what kinds of things that were needed to be done just because of these courses. So they're so important for real life situations, but also for potential job opportunities. So after those life-saving courses are completed, you can take it in two directions. You can be a swim instructor. So take your swim instructor training, or you can do your lifeguarding which is the NLS National Lifeguarding Society course. And either of those courses, they can be done both. You can do one or the other, um, but those also lead to great summer jobs for kids and for youth. And so there's so many different opportunities that exist just beyond just the basics of swimming. I love it. I love it. And um, I'm actually joined with someone here that, that might be you know, involved in some hiring for some pools pretty soon. Um, so I mentioned that I'm doing the show from the factory in London, Ontario, which is the largest entertainment complex in all of Canada. One million square feet of like fun, fun, fun. And I'm joined with Luca, who is the, um, can I call you the amazing ambassador here, Luca? Sure. That's just one of the names. <laughs> so um, Luca is, we were talking about pools. Are there going to be any fun pools coming to 100 Kellogg's Lane? Yes, uh, we are going to be soon the home of Canada's first Hard Rock Hotel and Resort <gasps> right here at 100 Kellogg, and we will have an indoor and outdoor pool. So to say that there won't be two pools being built, it's one massive pool that has a retractable roof for oh the summertime God. that opens up and then closes and is all insulated for the winter time with windows all around it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So Delena, you may have to start, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you might, might want to move uh, DZ <laughs> Swim Academy and make it a, a DZ, uh, you know, collab with the Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Resort here in London, Ontario. But that is amazing. And, and we were talking about the importance of like, you know, learning all of this stuff and the, the water safety and the swimming lessons because of these times when you want to take the family on vacation and visit these resorts and hotels with these pools. So I I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Delena, are we going to plan a trip here? We're going to, you're going to join me. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're planning. So Luca, when, when are we expecting? Um, I was going to say Ontario. No correction. Canada's hard rock hotel and resort to open here in London. They're really pushing for Christmas of 2023 <gasps> by Christmas to open up uh, with the way construction goes. If it doesn't happen by Christmas, it's going to be very early 2024. Okay. I'm down. Uh, can you, can you just tell me, um, is it in the shape of a guitar? Maybe we will have a giant guitar, but the hotel itself will not be the shape of a guitar. Like they have in like Miami and other what place. about the pool? Will they make that? Can you just put in a recommendation for me and be like, <laughs> Pina from the parenting show would like the pool to be in the shape of a guitar. Can you think they'll do it for me? Yeah. I don't know if they've already <laughs> gone through the blueprints, but I could see about getting that. that I'm, sure they can change it. I'm sure they can change it. Um, guys, that is it for us. But Delena, if people want to find you, where can they find you? 
So you can head over to our website, www.dzswimming.com. And there's plenty of ways to contact us through there or to just see what we're up to through our Instagram or Facebook. Lots of options. We'd love to hear. Including information on adult lessons, which a session will be starting in a few weeks. Am I right? Yes. In about three weeks, we're doing end of August, beginning of September. When the kids go back to school, the kids are away, the adults can play and we can come learn some swimming together. Um, we're doing full, uh, full days for two weeks of adult lessons then. Amazing. And Luca, if people want to come play, um, here at 100 Kellogg's lane and visit the factory, which is like the biggest playground, around um and home to the future hard rock hotel and resort where can people find you guys so the main page for the complex is uh www.100100kelloglane.com uh the factory has its own web page as well www.thefactorylondon.ca Guys, there's so much to see and do here. We have been playing. We have been eating. We have been playing. (laughs) And I got a shout out to the awesome crew at the Delta London Armories uh, where we have been staying, which is Luca, a hop, skip and a jump away. Five minutes. Jump away. Five minutes. I'm staying now until our hotel's here. Why not stay there? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, That is it for us. Happy Sunday, guys. Thank you, Delena. Thank you, Luca. I'm, I'm going to go jump around right now. Cue, cue the house of pain for me, Bilal, back at the studio. Cue the house of pain. Either way, I'm jumping. Happy Sunday, and we'll catch you guys next week.